NFL week three. Where are my fucking dogs at? It is September 26th. I'm wearing the Bada Bing t-shirt because Bada Bing Bada Boom, Mr. Worldwide is in the room. I am George Carmona, your host of Gridiron Junkies. I'm a little bit winded. Two reasons. One, we played an amazing uh, game of catch outside, me and my engineer, Austin. Did we not? I was throwing fucking dots. Uh, Austin, what do we refer to as playing catch now? See if you remember. It's a slang term. I don't. I just remember. Ah, I literally gave you the first word. Slanging the pill. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember you saying oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, we're slanging slang the, the pill. So whenever you're playing catch with your boys, you can now refer it to as slanging the pill. Um, that sounds like a, like you're is either doing bad? drugs or beating your meat. Uh, I guess. I, well, I'm beating your meat if you got small meat. You know what I mean? I ain't never seen a pill my that, that size. You know what I mean? That's a big pill. Uh, holy, holy shit. All right. We kind of got sidetracked there. But anyways, we were slanging the pill outside. So I was a little bit winded by that. And then I took like uh, three, three, four puffs of the vape pen before I started. And then boom, gridiron junkies. Here we are. NFL week three. NFL red zone this weekend was free on Hulu. So if you had Hulu this weekend, you got to experience how great the NFL red zone is. And hopefully NFL red zone picks this up and they sponsor uh, just me being able to get it for free because right now NFL red zone, I, I watch you illegally every weekend, but it was, it was pleasant to watch you in a, in a, in a, state in which I didn't feel panicked that you guys were going to find my IP address and then raid my house. I'm not saying that that would happen, you know, but uh, if you guys are wondering how to get that stream, uh, I'm going to put NFL Red Zone's link below, winky face. Um, But NFL Red Zone is literally the greatest channel ever. Austin, have you ever seen NFL Red Zone? Like, do I kind of have to explain? I I understand what it is. I've never had it, though. You get to see every touchdown that is scored in the league real time. So what you got, Austin, is you have like a a switcher with every game on it and a producer that's saying, hey, we're going to go to this game because they're about to score a touchdown. Or it's like fourth down here. We're going to fly out to here. We're going to go in. And he lets the announcers announce like if, you know, fucking your boy Tony Romo's calling it, he'll let Tony Romo make the call. Please tell me he has the same sentiment for Al Michaels that I do. So he is actually the greatest. He he plays the middleman and he makes funny jokes all throughout it. Like he he's talking about like topical shit that uh, he's referring to memes. He's calling people him. You know how people are doing the whole him thing. Timothy. He's him. He is him. Him Jones. Timothy Johnson. Shit like that. Um, but regardless, if you don't have NFL Red Zone, you definitely need to check it out because. I don't understand how I can watch football without that anymore because I used to watch football as a, as a kid with just one fucking one channel. You either get channel eight or you get channel five. And at the end of the day, you want to be able to flick through every fucking game. So NFL red zone allows you to do that on one fucking channel. You wouldn't be able to believe it, but now I told you, okay, if you haven't figured out NFL red zone, you need to get it. Okay. I got crushed this weekend by the sports books. Absolutely murdered. It's amazing having a significant other that is also into sports betting because at the same time, 
we get to ride out these games and she bets different shit than I do. So it's not like we're riding out the same stuff. There was a bit of animosity in our household, especially in the Dolphins uh, Bills game where she had the fins. I had the Bills. I was rooting for that major comeback, right? You got the butt punt. If you hadn't watched the Dolphins game and you haven't seen the butt punt, literally Google butt punt right now. And you would be able to see uh, an amazing image of a football going into another man's ass. And then moments after ricocheting out of bounds. That being said, Google butt punt. Uh, you, would you mind, Austin, just uh, just for the sake of it? I mean, like people, people who are watching decide to watch on YouTube or Spotify. You guys are the true heroes of this world. Um, without you, I mean, we would not be able to do what we do here at the studio because it'd be pointless. You guys would just be listening over audio. So if you're listening over audio, you definitely need to convert to either Spotify or YouTube so you can watch Women should have these amazing type of clips that I play throughout the show. And I mean, obviously there's ad blockers and this could be an ad blocker to you, but what I'm doing right now is I'm laying the base for what is, what some would consider gay male assault. Uh, if you if you were to to Google gay male assault, the butt punt would come up. Oh, I don't think they, I don't think you got the butt punt there, buddy. That was that was late in the game. To the wire, as the Miami Dolphins oh, were yeah, able he's to covering hang on it. for the win against the Buffalo Bills. So with the score 21-17, oh, do a little scroll. Team, Bills QB Josh Allen started a drive from his own 25-yard line. Oh, right there, right there, the there in the goal the line. Dolphins. Indeed. Go back a little bit. This is, this is risky. Right up his ass. Oh my goodness. All right, come Indeed. back to me. So, yeah, if you didn't catch that, look at the look at the game time on that though, Austin. It was twenty-one to seventeen at the time. The Dolphins were up by five, and then the punter proceeds to kick the ball up the other dude's ass, and they get a safety. And then I'm so Cameron and I are writing this out. She needs the fins. I need the Bills, but then right after that is literally simultaneously Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception and losing to the Colts, which then proceeded to lose us our parlays. Um, but for those of you who are making parlays out there, don't lose hope. We can still do this, okay? I have hit literally a handful of parlays, but that feeling is unlike any other feeling you can ever have in this world. It's not like hitting a single teamer, all right? And it definitely isn't like hitting a three teamer. I'm talking five, 16 parlays in which when you hit them, it changes your outcome, okay? You start thinking like you have money move abilities, even though it's really just like $400. Keep making parlays. It's worth it. All right, Kyler Murray decided to pull up uh, this weekend to the game in a fucking F1 formula outfit. And if you're pulling up to a game like this, uh, you better fucking win that game. The Cardinals proceeded to lose the game after their starting quarterback went out looking like this. Cannot believe this. He literally looks like a dwib. So Kyler Murray has to adjust himself. You think he's wearing a shirt underneath, and then he turns around and you're like, nope, he is he's just shirtless. Sponsored and by Supreme. Sponsored by Supreme. Uh very hot ass outfit. Let's not pretend like they weren't playing in an environment in which it was hot outside. 
Okay, so if you can already imagine, like that's something good to wear right before you warm up, not as you're entering a game. As far as the way that that game finished, uh, <laughs> oh, we have a funny comment. We have a funny comment that was attached to that one. Uh, C Shady said, "Looking that cool to play that bad." Damn, he got your ass because. The, the Cardinals game really came down to the Cardinals not being able to score. There was a moment in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left in which the Cardinals had the ability to make it an eight-point game. They kicked the field goal. It would have been an eight-point game. I'm watching it as a sports better because I have it. I had the fucking Cardinals to win that game. So I'm like logistically thinking, how can we at least tie this up at the end? Eight minutes left. They're down by 11, and they decide to go for it on fourth and four in field goal range. A field goal was definitely still an option. Cliff Kingsbury decides to go for it. They don't get it. Then they end up taking a field goal after they turn the ball over and they get the ball back. They end up taking a field goal with like a minute and eight seconds left as opposed to having a shot to score at the end already, you know, like being down eight. It blows my mind that some of these coaches really – ride like that analytics tracker obviously your fucking offense was sucking fourth and four is no easy get a fucking yard in the nfl is tough to get and cliff kingsbury settles at the end of the game to like at the end of the game for the field goal when at that point dude just fucking go try to fucking score a touchdown since you already are just doing it to like boost your 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 offense is like ego saying like oh i have faith in you i've trust in you sometimes it's that 10th, 11th drive where you get to punch the ball in. And I feel like they would have done that, but instead they settled at the end because they had to, to give them the extra possession. The Cardinals are not that good. And I wish their quarterback would stop wearing dumb shit like that to make me stop believing in them. Kyler Murray is so small too. And that's such a stiff outfit. Like he, he definitely isn't as nimble. He probably could have got easily pushed over. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't want my quarterback looking like that. Water break. Two more segments left on the Gridiron Junkies podcast today. One of them being, here's the NFL's top three teams right now, according to Mr. George Carmona. Coming in at number one, the top. Okay, 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 okay. We got, a, we got an asset we're going to add in. Do that one more time. I'm gonna I'm gonna tee it up again so I can just make it a clip. Okay. okay. Here's the NFL's top three teams according to me. Coming in at number one, we got the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. They are playing out of their minds right now. They went for it on fourth and goal right before halftime against the Commanders. And Devontae Smith absolutely heemed bean topped a dude right in front of my eyes. I witnessed that Eagles team go down the field over and over and over again. And it's not just the shitty Commanders, because the Commanders are, I'm going to mention on another list, but it's also their relentless offensive ability you don't see that team punt the eagles are three and oh they are coming in at top number one on my list coming in at number two drum roll please 
we're going with the Dolphins, baby. Okay, fins up. They are a tough team. And after watching them play against the Bills, not only was it like tough conditions, right? It's stuff you're not going to see come later in the season. But what you see with the Dolphins is you see a team that has safeties and corners galore. They were able to shut down Stephon Diggs in that amazing passing attack that Josh Allen has. They forced him to run. They're a tough team. And they have the deep threat. So what is there not to like about the Finns? The Finns are number two on my list and then coming in at number three on my list. The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens are a electric team. Okay. They did not drop off at all offensive talent-wise, and I thought that might have happened when you uh, lost Hollywood Brown. But instead, what you see is an MVP quarterback doing what an MVP quarterback can do, and that is single-handedly lead his team into winning positions. Their only loss came to the Finns, and they came in at number two on the list. That Ravens team is going to go on to win 13 games this year, and I would not be surprised if Lamar Jackson wins another MVP. Thank you, guys. Thank you. <clears throat> Save that one because we're about to go to the top. My finger slipped. I'm sorry, uh, George. Editing George. Cut now. Uh, yeah. F fuck it. This is. I'm not cutting shit. Even my water breaks. You guys get it. You guys get the raw look to see what I do. All right. Let's go with the top three worst teams in the NFL. I shouldn't say that. Here's the worst three teams in the NFL right now. Coming in at number 29, I have the Chicago Bears. I have seen a lot of incompetent teams. I have not seen a team more incompetent in the past couple of years other than the Chargers and Joe, Joe Staley. Um, but that being said... Matt Everblouse or Bluse or Matt Everfluce, he's a fucking loser. Okay. He doesn't think in a winning mindset. There was a moment in time late in that game where they won, where they called a timeout with 19 seconds left. And all they needed to do was run that clock down till three seconds, call a timeout, and then get your kicker out and make the game winning field goal. Instead, he calls a timeout. They end up having to run a play. And now, People could say it's to get the kicker aligned, but then tell me why, and this is where my knowledge comes into play, the kicker went running out on the field after that play was ran and like was himself calling a timeout. If you are a kicker, if you watch any other kicker in the league in that moment, the kicker is not responsible for the timeout. He should not logistically be thinking, hey, let's call a timeout. What that goes to show you is a fucking team that's confused and lost. If your kicker on the last play of the game is not confident in you taking a timeout as a coach, it's a bad fucking team. Coming in at number 30. Actually, this would be 31. The 31. <laughs> fuck. The second worst team in the league right now. Want, want, want me right now. The Washington Commanders. I myself, uh, I didn't put in the bet, but I was feeling hopeful that Carson Wentz would avoid the fucking Eagles swarm that was coming after him. But instead of Carson Wentz looked like how Carson Wentz did, 
his first year in Indy, and it's just fucking reckless. The Commanders have a lot of talent. They are struggling to find ways to use it right now. And me personally, I think it doesn't matter what team the Commanders are going to play for the next 14 weeks. They're going to be the underdog. You can count on that. The Commanders suck. Moving on to the worst, 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 worst team in the league. The Pittsburgh Steelers. People may think I'm crazy right now, right? Like, oh, they're they they are a little hopeful, right? Uh, you know, before let me let me let me uh hit people with this. I have to find the Steelers stats right now because what you guys are failing to realize as Steelers fans is Kenny Pickett's your man. Mitch Trubisky sucks. He's only thrown two touchdowns and one interception in the last three games. What that goes to show you is just a lack of attempts, a lack of trust, a lack of being able to put drives together. They were able to defeat the Bengals, okay, in an overtime game to start out the year. But other than that, they have come out and they have stunk repeatedly. Their offense sputters. They aren't getting the ball out to their best players. I think they're a team that can turn it around. I don't think they're like the Commanders. However, I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are severely underperforming. That rounds off my top three worst teams in the league. Now, after halftime, we're going to cover some fantasy football chisnit. I got Austin as the engineer, and uh, he's got two quarterbacks that just went on the IR. You're going to want to hear who those two quarterbacks are after this. Coming back out of halftime, it was a quick halftime. Very rarely do I do this show in one piece, but Austin is able to do that for me, so I appreciate you, Austin. Austin, before I left, I teased it up that you had two quarterbacks that are going on the IR. Can you tell me who those two quarterbacks are and what their injury is? Uh, only one is going on the IR, it looks like. So before everybody gets all excited, it's ah. not both of them. Uh, one of them is no longer questionable either, which is good. But I did have as my starting quarterback, Justin Herbert, and he has fractured cartilage. Damn. And uh, I think he played okay. He didn't look like an injury was bothering him. It just looked like he had a shitty team. Agreed. Agreed. I think Jacksonville is better than people are, are giving. Oh, I feel like it's been like that for the last couple of years. But uh, actually, I just put Jacoby Myers on the injured reserve. Got it. Because he's out. But uh, newly out. Oh, actually, I'm looking now. Uh, Schultz is out. Fuck, dude. So how many people is that out for you? Uh, with the one that uh, I'm putting in right now, uh, it, and they're not out yet. They're doubtful, but that is Mac Jones. Ah, Mac Jones. Okay. They, did you see what play that was? That was the very last play of the game. Was that? All I know is yeah. he has a high ankle strain. Sprain. Strain, sprain. <laughs> he fucking... It's a strain. It's a high ankle strain. I don't want to hear two shits about Mac Jones when that motherfucker ran a touchdown that didn't even count during the Pro Bowl last year. Here's crazy news. 
Breaking news. About I'm the Pro so Bowl? glad you said that. Yes, the Pro Bowl is now changing yes. to be a fucking flag football game. But aren't they going to do like what they did uh, years ago when Breeze was a charger? Like they have like the throwing yeah. competition and Brett Favre yeah. fucking nuked everybody. So the, the shitty thing about the Pro Bowl for the past like 10 years is like players are starting to say no to it. And that's not what it's about, right? Because then you're really not getting the all-stars of the league Didn't to show up. Didn't it used to be after the Super Bowl? So that way you reserves. could get everybody? Correct. I, I like the fact that if you're in the Super Bowl, you don't play in the Pro Bowl. Like, I like that. I think there's like a prestige to it because like it's like, oh, you get the, you get the shitty bowl before the real thing. <laughs> but like I mean? then you can't but then you can't call it the Pro Bowl because the pros are playing in the, the Super Bowl. I guess we should call it like the, the half a star. The half a star. <laughs> Superstar bowl. versus half a star. Superstar bowl versus the half a star bowl. That I be- think we should do the winner <laughs> of the Pro Bowl plays the loser of the Super Bowl. The, oh wow okay i don't think that's a bad thing so the winner of the of the pro bowl plays, plays the, the loser, loser and then the you have the loser of the pro bowl play the winner of the super bowl and for that you get the dookie bowl uh yeah we call it a jamboree we'll call it a jamboree we'll call it a jambalaya but uh anyways there was a reports that in 1999 they did something similar where they played a flag football game for the Pro Bowl, except they played it on the beach. And one of, the, like, the Patriots rookie running back, like, fucking broke his leg in, four in like, four parts four, or four places. And he ended up missing two seasons after that. And then after that, they, like, com- they canceled beach flag football. So flag football has been done on sand, and it fucked up. Arena football? Possibly. Full contact, though? I just like it if we can play football like on a trampoline. Like I want to see people like, <laughs> like really, Sky Zone. Yeah, I want to see people like flying and like banging into each other. That'd be pretty. What's, lit. The, what's the basketball where you? Uh oh, uh, slam ball. Slam ball, but yeah, just call it like gridiron ball. Something like that, because it's more of a grid. True, that is very true. I I wouldn't mind this. We these are the type of ideas that the NFL and or at least people with big money need to start thinking about. Okay, you talked about your team and, and its woes. I'm going to talk about my team. I think I quite possibly have the worst fantasy football team in America right now. They just aren't performing. I got Russell Wilson, who's been a fucking major disappointment. I thought that him going to the Broncos, Jerry Judy, a little outside talent, like I thought without a doubt, I was like, this dude's just going to be fucking methodically getting it down the field no instead the fucking broncos run the fucking ball every other down they should not have won the game last night that game was out of their hands all game long it just so happens that jimmy g had his head so far up his ass that he fucking ruined it for him they had it and he kept turning the ball over but russell wilson sucks he got me nine points last night jonathan taylor's like all right but the Colts are still trying to figure out whether or not they want Matt Ryan to pass it or if they want to fucking keep giving a steady dose to Josh Taylor. He doesn't make any catches, which suck, and he's not scoring touchdowns, which double sucks. I need Ezekiel Elliott to score 60-something points tonight for me to win in fantasy football. So if that happens, I guess I don't have the worst team in the league. Will it happen? Probably not. How many points is your team at right now? 63. And I have one player left. I 
you might be not as bad as I am. I have no players left, and I have a total of, oh, 82.28. Yeah, I will score the lowest amount of points in the league this week. It's it's a guaranteed, unless Ezekiel Elliott goes up. Like, I don't want Ezekiel Elliott to have, like, a 40-point game. That would just piss me off more. He needs to either get me the amount to win or score two points to, like, solidify. The, like, How many do you need? 50? I need uh, somewhere around like 56, 57 points. Watch him get you 53 and a half. I would cry. No, like, I, and I might dismember the league. I'll give everybody their money back. I'll just fucking, I'll cancel the league. Then I have uh, DJ Moore from Carolina. Baker can't get him the ball. Two points for him. Deontay Johnson, you were the only receiver that Mitch Trubisky decided to throw it to last week. So I fucking thank you for catching it. You didn't play too bad. Tyler Higby, you're gone off my team. I made a trade. A.J. Dillon doesn't get the carries that I thought he would. And Brian McManus missed a 50-yard field goal, which would have gave me eight points for him. Um, but other than that, uh, my team just sucks. I don't have anybody good on my bench. I have Justin Fields as my backup quarterback. I'm making some serious changes. You know, you heard it here first, Gridiron Junkies. If George's team has anybody that he drafted minus... Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, and Deontay Johnson. Everybody else is getting cut. You heard it here first. I'm fucking cutting everybody. I'm making some serious trades. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired, betting-wise and fantasy-wise. This weekend was not that good for me. That's why I didn't come in and do a show Sunday night for you guys to listen to Monday morning. You guys are listening to this Monday night or Tuesday morning at best because I'm so fucking upset that I cannot win the game that I love. All right. Do you have any fantasy gripes? What don't like just in general? I had two of the same players as you in a different league. Uh, I had McManus four points, and then I uh, actually Russell Wilson was benched for me. I had Tua, which got me two more points. So you got eleven. Yeah, and then Joe fucking Mixon was six point eight points. What the fuck? These starting running backs. See, here's the thing. Like Darren I, Waller, five point two points. What the? F and then the Chargers got me negative four points. I need to go back to the mentality of like, now that I know which teams are really good in the league, I'm going to drop all the players that are on bad teams and I'm only going to pick up players that aren't good teams. Yeah. I'm going to convince Cameron to pick up uh Period. Mac Jones for me. She'll buy it. <laughs> Just package it right. I'm not helping her with shit. I, I want everybody also in the league to know that my significant other plays fantasy football by herself. I don't manage two teams. And if she's asking me for advice, I have her pay a consulting fee. And she knows that that is a foot rub and a job that blows. That being said, fans, I appreciate you guys for listening. It has been a wonderful show. We will be back, hopefully, with some uh, high school football players to discuss the Thursday Night Lights game that will be played out here in Las Vegas That'll be between basic and Las Vegas. I will be calling the game. So stay tuned for that. I appreciate the love and the support. Make sure you comment, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, and see you on the next one.